you know, how can there be a meeting of who you are? Think about it, you know? You're not out there looking for yourself. We play that game as if it's outside, you know? What you're looking for is where you're looking from. It's dead simple. Really, it's dead simple. But it gets complicated when the going out is so ingrained that the coming back requires unplugging, breaking down of beliefs, spiritual discipline, meditation to keep the mind at home. Okay, then there's a bit of work to do, huh? Then there's a bit of work to do. And it works like that for some, and that's the progressive path. It works like that for some. Fine. If that's what's playing out, do it. <laughs> but it will end. And it won't end with you finding you. It will end with seeing that that was a total distraction. A total waste of time as well. The whole spiritual search is a waste of time. You can't find you, you say. How can you find you? You're not hiding from you. You're behind where you're looking from. You can't have a big celebration of, oh, the coming home of yourself. You're there all the time behind, sitting silently. Nothing going on. Just like in deep sleep. Nothing going on. So the spiritual search will fall away. But it's an activity that, you know, that happens. It's just a set of experiences for the eye. And if those set of experiences are the only step in front of you, well, sure, take them. But you'll have to drop that too. You'll have to see through every single spiritual technique and every single discipline at some point. So if you intellectually grab the idea, well, there's no point in me meditating, so, well, then, you know what? If your mind is going, is still doing experiencing, let it do meditation instead of getting drunk. Like, there's common sense here, you know? <laughs> do you know? But at some point, even self-inquiry, even the final step of asking who am I, or going behind the observer, that final step, even that will be seen to be creating the I, because something goes out to come back. No matter what your spiritual practice, something is going out to come back. Spiritual practice is the coming back only because you've gone out. Stop going out. And for some people, that ability to go out, you know what I mean by going out, going out to plug into a thought, you know? For some people, that just burns off instantly. And there's this instant awakening with no effort, no nothing. But I'll tell you something, if that was going to happen to you, you wouldn't be sitting in satsang. That's for sure. It would have happened already. Do you see? It would have happened if it was going to be like that. Or it will happen, and it doesn't matter if you're here or not. But to want that to happen, ha, forget about it. That's an eye going out. To want anything, that's an eye going out. That's a thought process following an eye, creating an eye, an eye wanting, blah de blah Off we go again. So even the step between observer and that which you are, pointing mind there, even that will be too much. But only when mind is mature enough to get it. Only when mind is ready to actually, ah, oh, when it's seen organically. So to grab any spiritual concept that I'm throwing out here and say, oh, I like the sound of that. Oh yeah, I don't have to do anything. Don't just grab something. It has to happen organically. Use whatever pointer is appropriate at the moment. Use whatever makes sense to you. 
Take the shortest route possible. By all means, take the shortest route possible. Cut to the chase. But to jump over something that needs to be experienced, it won't work. It won't work. So self-honesty is very useful. Real self-honesty is very useful. Because something happens in the seeing of what you are not. You have to see what you're not for it to be clear about what you are. So all the spiritual practice eventually will show itself to be, but sure, I'm not that. I can't be the one looking for something or going to get something. That's just the eye going out doing something else. More fine, more sophisticated, but it's still an eye activity. And for some, spiritual practice still continues post-awakening, post-enlightenment. But it's not to get anything. It's just because it's what the form does. It's just got, it's the lifestyle that's running. But there's nothing to be gained by it. And if it's stopped, there's nothing to be lost. It feels like the end of that. <laughs> 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 okay. <laughs> if somebody has would like to dialogue, there's a chair here. It's just open for Hi. Um I um I think the word you use is unpack. Um I feel like that's done. Okay. There's just nothing left to unpack and there's no there's no ob there's no obstacle that I can see. All right. Anymore. All right. And there it's sort of glimpses, glimpses, glimpses. And yet, you know, I'm sitting here and some sort of there's a sense of something that I'm not like the as you say, have to see what you're not. Yes. There's something that's so part of the, the woodwork, so part of almost blended in, so yes. subtle that I can't see it. It's an obstacle. And um, I, I, I spend a great, a great deal of time sitting and wa looking and trying to penetrate um, this this obstacle and I can't I can't find it. <laughs> it's just this, a point of confusion and um, like a it it feels very heavy like um like this just identification itself. It's just the fact of identification. Yes. And I guess the um I I know nothing works. There's no technique that works. There's no attitude that works. Sometimes it just, you know, there's just this. And I, I guess it's maybe what the um, obstacle is just wanting, maybe just wanting it to be, the glimpses to be permanent. Is that enough of an obstacle to keep the whole identification just Yes. Solid, solid, solid. Yes. yes. At this point, every obstacle is a desire. 
Mm. So it's the I wanting something. It's wanting an obstacle to be removed without even there being an obstacle, perhaps. Yeah. But it will want an obstacle removed. It can run that idea without there being an obstacle. Do you see? <laughs> no. It's just like desire itself. Oh, just pure. Just pure desire itself. Just that groove. But just that just groove. empty, running on fumes that aren't even fumes. Yes. So we call it an obstacle because the mind looks for subject-object. You know, the mind wants to name something. So it sees it as an obstacle. Identification itself is a happening in consciousness. Identification does not have to create a you. Can identification be seen to be just running? With the idea of the, of the movie, you know, um, you, t you were talking about that, um, take no interest in the movie. Yes. Um, there's a little bit of, bit of confusion about that because when I when I think of an actual movie, you know, there's there's movies that are boring. There's movies that you fall asleep in. Mm -hmm. um, you can look at a movie that's rivet that could be riveting, but you can kind of soften your gaze and not participate. All right. There's detachment, you know. Yes. Or an attitude of detachment. Yes. Um, so and in all of those cases, I'm just going to jump in there, yeah. in all of those cases there's an eye who finds it boring or there's an eye who's softening its gaze or there's an eye who's practicing, okay? We've got an eye looking at a movie there. So that, so none of those things work. Correct. I've noticed. Correct. And, um, and then there's, then spontaneously, there's a non-interest in the movie no matter how, no matter what's going on. So there is no... So the instruction to not take interest is sort of like, hap it could, um, that can just happen or it cannot happen. But there's no way to effort that. There's no way to do that. Okay. Is that accurate? Unless, unless you're plugged into the movie, then you can do the unplugging from the you movie. Can, you can notice. You can Yes, observe. you can pull back come and be an observer, an impartial observer. Mm -hmm. That's the only thing that can be done, is the undoing. Do you see? Mm -hmm. The doing being being stuck in it, believing it. So the undoing of that is as much as can happen. Yeah. But if it's just seen to be what it is, nothing much is happening, really. That kind of a movie. A silent movie. Mm -hmm. And so, I guess just <laughs> really... It, sometimes it feels like, um, could it really be that no matter what is arising, no matter how spectacular, no matter what the experience is or the, the beauty or the, or that it really is no more than appearance on the level of just almost just, um, like you say, molecules, just dancing in different formations. And it's almost like to pull to pull the plug on the meaning somehow seems like a um, I'm trying to think of the word that um, so such a beautiful relief that so pull the plug on the meaning yeah pull the plug on the meaning it means nothing blasphemous is the word almost yes 
intense, yes. but it feels like a little bit. Yes, of course. So, and it confuses me to hear sometimes uh, from the standpoint of awakeness from, say, you, um, saying, and it's all, it has confused me to hear it's so, there's so much beauty, um, because it's sort of like, well, but it's beauty that isn't, has nothing to do with the appearance. Right? Correct. Correct. It's not based on subject-object, somebody saying that this is beautiful. It's not based on top of that framework. Right. That framework goes with duality, and somehow there is just beauty, beauty itself, right. manifesting, but it doesn't have to manifest beautifully in terms of, I think that's beautiful. You see? It doesn't have to be beautiful objectively. But it is beauty itself. It's, it's that exquisite. It's beauty itself. It can only be beauty itself. And there's a knowing that it's only beauty. Regardless. Of Regardless. The shape of the appearance. Absolutely. Duality will just put it into different boxes. Make it black or white, you know? Red or green. It's not about that. So when you hear the chair, the shimmering chair and things like that, <laughs> that's a byproduct. Yes. It's not to do with the chair. It's not to do with, if I'm awake, I will see the chair as a shimmering chair. No. Okay. No. There is no sense of, I will see anything. Um, I have another question, which is this progressive path. Yes. Um, <laughs> it seems that way for me. And yes. there's um, a sort of a disappointment with that. Like if you're, <laughs> like um, a competitiveness that I've noticed in myself, that if it, if I were, you know, I suppose this is the personality being a competitive personality, but it's sort of like I should, to get an A plus in waking up, it would happen, you know, <laughs> it wouldn't happen when I was two or whatever. <laughs> okay. Um, and just, and yet this is how. It's just this, it's an unfolding, it is progressive, it's over, you know, time. Yes. And I guess just to confirm that that's, there's, a, there's no difference, it doesn't matter, because that's just no. part of the appearance. A piece of quality control from, from the conditioned world is no good to you now. What do you, what do you mean? Like it's good to get an A+. Plus. You know, that we've, we've got that standard, that to get this right is important. It's no good to you now. It doesn't apply with this. You know, it's, it's like an apple tree trying to get an A plus for its crop. You know, there are certain conditions and nature is doing its thing and it's going to do what it's going to do, depending on all the environment, all the, everything that's at play. <coughs> Soil, the weather, the bees in the spring. There's loads of variables. And it's like that here also. And so all the things like courage and innocence and the qualities, those are all useless. At a certain point, yes. To, to, right, <coughs> to cultivate or to... Yes, yeah. at a certain point, yes. <coughs> yes. But they are very useful in honing down the eye. So we cultivate different things, different virtues, so that the eye shrinks in its own self-importance and it, it kind of balances out self-righteousness. It does certain things, for sure. Mm -hmm. 
but it's a progressive path technique. It too will become useless. Seems like everything's pretty useless. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so what about if the show's over? What about if the show's over? If there's just an organic death, right now, of who you thought you were. Let her die, huh? Let her die. She just did a merry dance, living a separate life. But it was only a set of concepts. Let her go, huh? To live a separate life is like squeezing yourself into a wetsuit that's six sizes too small. That's what it feels like. Yeah. Straight. Yeah, it's a straight jacket. The eye becomes a total straight jacket. Yes, pointless. Pointless. Totally pointless. I don't even care that I'm self-conscious. Yes, of course. Sure, that just runs through. It's got nothing to do with you. Mm. And somehow it's so beautiful, you know? <laughs> it's just so beautiful. There's no obstacle, you see. There's no obstacle at all. The eye will die, or the eye is dead, or who knows, who cares, huh? <laughs> You're not that eye. You're not that eye. And if the, an eye thought tries to resurrect, it's just a happening in consciousness. It doesn't create a you. Let there be no way to create a you. There is no way to create a you. It's an illusion. It's a dream. It's a movie. Identification does not create a you, an independent, autonomous character. It cannot do so. That's the illusion. I can't understand anything you're saying, but... That's all right. But there's something beautiful happening here. It's just something beautiful. That's all. Let there be nothing left. Let it be all over. Let it be all over. Let it be all over. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Hello. Hi. So, um, I've been um, feeling a lot of peace for a lot of years now. And I have my good days and bad days, but, you know, I, I feel much more peaceful than I ever did. And um, I'm waiting for the joy. And I have this concept that If one can sit in the peace enough, long enough, and that underneath the peace there's joy, that that's something that comes up. And I, I don't experience that, you know, when I get really quiet. I have 
I almost always um, feel really sad. And, um, yeah. And so, that's just where I am. Okay. So who's that I who feels peace, and who's the I who wants joy? Who, who, who's that? What do you mean by that? Mm. I guess Peter, the person in my life, feels peaceful. Is there Peter a person? Is there really Peter a person? Mm. Really? Mm. out. Is there really Peter a person? Mm. Or is there just an accumulation of memories and thoughts wrapped in a package that says Peter? Mm. Because mind will string together a set of experiences and a commentary on the experiences. Mind will string all that together. That's a happening in consciousness. That's not you. That doesn't make a you. How could it make a you? It's just a string of thoughts. Mm -hmm. No experience will be good enough, you say. Even joy itself will not be good enough because there's an I experiencing it. And as long as there's an I there, there's separation. So there'll be something lacking. There'll be a bit of grit in the sandwich, you know? <laughs> Do you know? Mm. So as long as the I is feeling peaceful, fine, fine. Lovely to have the experience of hanging out there for a few years. Fine. But you're, of course, the flip side of it. The sadness is coming. Of course. Because it's the I who's hanging out there. So there has to be something to make the eye move out of that, to put the eye under threat, because it keeps unfolding. Do you see? Mm. So of course the yearning for another experience that's better than the peace comes. Because that's the eye story. Is the peace all there is? That peace, which is all there is, is too much. I don't know what you mean. Take away the peace. Okay, let's say that peace is all there is. All right, so let's take that. Peace is all there is. Take it away now. Mm. To land anywhere is a state of mind. It's a trick. Mm -hmm. So if you're landing in a state of peace, it's a trick. The peace will go. And there's someone there who can enjoy it, so therefore there will be somebody there who will be enjoying the opposite, because by gum, it just keeps changing. So is the peace all there is? We're talking about peace being a state of mind. Not good enough. Not good enough. Let that be taken too. There's nowhere to rest. The eye is always on the move, grabbing something else. But you're not that eye. You're not Peter. You're not Peter. You're not Peter. It's just a label that we string on to a set of familiar concepts. So for 
Peter to try to experience something else. That'll just continue forever. Do you see? So when there's an awareness that you're resting in peace, throw the peace out. Deeper than that. Throw it away. Deeper than that. And let attention be at home. And that's kind of like, yeah, but what does it feel like? Yeah, you won't know. The eye won't know because the eye isn't there to assess it. Do you see? The seeing that the eye is an illusion comes on its own. That seeing is whatever they call grace or whatever, something shining through on its own. That bit you can't do anything about it. But what you can do is place your attention back far enough so that it's actually at home. It's not out at all, enjoying any state. So to enjoy a state of peace, no matter how delicious, even to enjoy joy, it's too late. You're still out. Because mm-hmm. an I created was enjoying it. Mm-hmm. It's too late. What's the promise of being in that state? There's nobody in that state. It's an empty promise. But mind is wired to imagine that something better is going to happen. Mm-hmm. And as long as mind is active, it will stick enlightenment into that equation. Mm-hmm. Or awakening. Awakening, whatever, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Do you see? Mm -hmm. It's just a mechanism of mind. Something better is coming, and then when I get that, oh. But that's just desire. That's how desire works. Mm -hmm. And every desire runs for a while, and then there's a bit of peace until the next one comes. But the peace is not from a desire being satisfied. The peace comes from no desire running. But we imagine it's because of something. That's just the mind playing a trick. Peace is there when there's no desire. But don't imagine that there's an eye who's enjoying the peace. Peace is there. Or not. And it's okay either way. Mm. But the promise is just desire transposed on top of the awakening game. Mm-hmm. Awakening is the death of the eye. It's not a party for the eye, it's its funeral. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Do you see? Is this making sense? Mm-hmm. I remember when I was studying of Buddhism and I got to emptiness and um, I turned away at that point because Ah. I wanted I felt like I just needed something it felt like all was empty before and there's a part of me that wants to believe underneath everything there's some benevolent universal life force and that if I could sit in that place um, I don't know maybe the rest of this life experience would be a bit easier and uh, you know I kind of buy into the concept that I wouldn't have to come back and do the human experience again you know to kind of like do the work this lifetime 
so I won't have to come back and go through the suffering again. Sure. It's kind of what I believe, and I know those are all concepts, but... Yes, it's running. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. So you've got to explore something. Because mm, if it had the power to turn you away from the door of emptiness, then there's something there that's worth exploring. Mm -hmm. All I can do is throw out little bits and see you can tease it away yourself. You know, all I can do is just throw some suggestions and see how you get on yourself. It feels like the idea of poetic justice is running. That, that you know, things should be balanced out and it should get nice now. Mm. Or, or th there must be some goodness behind all of this suffering. Or, tell me that God is good at the end of the day so that it kind of balances the books a bit. Mm -hmm. You know, there's, mm -hmm. a, there's some, you've got to explore those beliefs and see where did you learn them and check out if they're real or true or whatever. There's a few beliefs there that seem to have the power to pull you away from the door of emptiness. It's like, well, well, actually, God is not supposed to be emptiness, so we're, we're going to try and find him another way. It's something subconsciously seems to be running something like that to reroute you away. Some Catholic nun, second grade, taught me <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sure, it got downloaded somewhere. Mm. So you've got to explore it and see it for what it is. Yeah. It's just that it's beliefs like that are fine because they help one, I don't know, develop a relationship with God. And there's a time for that, do you know, of developing trust and developing that sense of, well, there is something that is mysterious that is beyond all of this. And that starts to starts to um, give that valuable experience to the eye that there is an unseen world, that actually it's okay for me to trust it, even though I can't see it and touch it and taste it. Mm -hmm. You see? And so the breaking down of the limited, the physical world is real. The breaking down of that happens through that faith experience. Now, it's not useful to you anymore. It's mm -hmm. not useful to you anymore now. God doesn't have to be good. There is no reward system. This was just a dance of the eye. God isn't good or bad. There is no separate God at all. God doesn't know about this because this is not separate from God. For God to know about this, this would have, creation would have to be separate from God. It's not. Mm -hmm. It is so integral to what God is, God doesn't know about Peter. You're losing me right now. It's okay to be lost. Yeah. That's okay to okay. Yeah, yeah, it's okay. It's okay, because it says, it's fine. It's fine. So all ideas about God, about it kind of coming right, about there being a state for you to enjoy, mm -hmm. all of that, uh, uh, can I just strip it all away from you? <laughs> <laughs> Will you leave it in the room? Mm -hmm. Then what? Then let's see what's nothing about. Let's see what this nothing emptiness business is about. And if there's a phase of no man's land, nothing familiar, no reference point, nothing to cling to, no way of understanding this world, let that come too. Let that come too. It does for many, you know, of like, well, I've let go now, so whoa, I'm banjaxed if... 
if some mother of wisdom does not know what's going on here, I'm banjaxed. You say banjaxed? No. 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 <laughs> yes, uh, I'm snookered. I'm, 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 I'm off the swanny. I'm. I'm. Bleep, 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 kill, bleep, bleep, no. Banjaxed. Do you see? So go into that space of totally nothing to cling to. There is nothing for the eye to cling to. There is nothing that clings to anything in what you are because there aren't two. But the mind will grasp something to find a kind of a comfort zone and an experience that's okay. You see? That's part of the duality thing. Let that mechanism drop. You can't take it with you. That's why emptiness is so scary, is because that mechanism is now obsolete. So mind will do a reroute. Let's just take a detour and find something where we've got two again, me experiencing peace. Fine. But then there's me experiencing sadness. Do you see? Of course. Of course, because there's you experiencing something, we've got two. There isn't even one. There isn't even one. But the kind of emptiness concept that I that mind will create will be enough to keep you away from it. The emptiness that mind understands isn't of the same nature. Because I don't know, it's 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 not describable, but it's what you are. It's 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 in deep sleep, and somehow it's all right. You can't bring anything with you. Whatever goes there was never Peter anyway. So let the movement of going into emptiness happen. Peter can't go there. That's all right. That's all right. He's only a bundle of thoughts anyway. Yeah? With me? I'm with you. You don't like it? (laughs) (laughs) I just feel like it's nothing. Yes. 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 That no man's land is fine. That's fine. Now the work is, because there is a bit of work, is to spot that the eye doesn't like it, and the eye is disappointed, and the eye wanted something else. Mm-hmm. And spot that, and don't buy it. Mm-hmm. That's the work, and it's important. Otherwise, there'll be a you who doesn't like this emptiness. And so we go back into experiencing something that's nicer. Okay? So the work is be okay with the emptiness, but see what is not okay with it. What is it that says it's an experience that I don't like? What's disappointed? Go after him. They're just thoughts running through reactions based on ideas that it must be a certain way. Right. You with me there? Mm-hmm. Great. Great. That's the phase. That's the phase. Just sitting in front. How long it'll last? I don't know. A week, a year. Who cares? Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Peter. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. See you soon.
Hello. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you got up here, it's alright. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Why stay here? Who knows? It was all in my mind until I got here. what I wanted to talk about and I can't find it. That's great. Um, <laughs> Let's see what happens next. Yeah. <laughs> um, this eye speaking last night a lot about the eye getting juiced, you know, like getting hooked in, on something juicy. You know, I mentioned that tonight to some extent. And my, this, the life of this eye, you know, this mm. fictitious mm. entity, yes. um, has pretty much uh, always been you know, very uh, just the juice. You know, it's like I'm I'm looking for. I, I, it, it's been spent. It, it spent its time pretty much looking for highs. You know, uh-huh. experiences and relationships uh-huh. and so. Sure. Uh, and and trying to be of service. You know, like. So it's kind of like a, it was an interesting combination, you know, mm. Kind of. mm. but uh, they, did, they often didn't. <laughs> they clashed very, a bit. Yeah, yeah. Mm. <laughs> so, um, uh, it, it's, it seems to me, it, it has been seeming to me, it's, 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 been, it's been puzzling to me that there's still, the, the eye is still looking through Juice, yes. You know? Yes. It's still yes. doing the same old stuff. Yes. You know? <laughs> 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 um, it's not like as as uh, I don't believe it as much, you know. As okay. Again. Okay. And so it's not as you know, it's not as it's not, it's not as real, uh-huh. you know. Uh-huh. But uh, but it's still, you know. I mean. I, I've been doing readings in, in, in the direct paths since, you know, like last summer. Okay. Many years ago I did it, but second time around. Sure. And going to some satsangs. And yeah. I find myself, there's something, some, it's speaking to something, it seems like it's speaking to something other than my eye. Uh-huh. You know, other than the eye. Uh-huh. You know? yes. And, and so, it, and it's, and, and, the, and the reading and the satsangs are replacing a lot of the outer stuff that, 
I usually get hooked on. You know, like I don't have time for them, some of that stuff now. You know, the service and the highs. You know? All right. Okay. So I'm reducing. You know. Yes. The, uh, there is reduction. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um. But you know, I, I don't want this to be another eye trip. You know what I'm saying? I don't want. Uh, it's not hard for me to know if. This, oh, here we go again. You know. Yes. I, uh, uh, I'm on another yes. toot, you know. Yes. I'm chasing again, you know. It's like you said, you were talking about I wanting enlightenment. Yes. I want it, you know. Yes. Seems to me there's something other than the I that's you know that's uh, that's drawn. Yes. Know? What's that? I, I don't, I mean, I hear what it, I mean, I hear you and others, you know, speak of what it is, but I don't, I don't, uh, you know, there isn't that experience here. There, there, there have been periods when the I concept disappeared, and so I, I you know, from past experience, I, 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 there's a knowledge, there's a knowing, you know, that, that, mm. What you're talking about is is right on, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it, it's not the experience. It's not the the eye is alive and well, you know. Yes. And and you know and and you you say and others say that there's nothing I can do. You know? Yes. So who's doing the work? You know, like you're talking yes. about. The, this is the work that has to be done for yes. people. Well. Yes. But who? who you know. Is it's that, full of paradoxes, yes. Yeah, I mean, yes, it's full it, of them. I'm yeah. doing the work, well, yeah. I don't exist, you know, Correct. so... Correct, So... But in the movie, there's an I. Right, right, right. So the work happens in the movie, only. By the I in the movie. Yes, by the I in the movie. By the I in the movie. Not yes. by consciousness or awareness or... Well... Yeah, I suppose. Theoretically. I mean, I mean, Depends me, what yeah. layer of the movie we're looking at, you know? <clears throat> the movie is just happening in consciousness. It's like, you know, a circle inside a circle inside a circle inside a circle. Everything is valid within its own framework. Yeah. But what I'm interested in is, I'm, I'm actually going to throw out a concept, because I think it might help sometimes... Sometimes giving a concept is actually more useful. Anyway, here we go. Do you know that sense that satsang speaks to something that's not your eye? Do you know what it is, but something mm. else is kind of being pulled? Mm. If it feels like that, then, then satsang is not an eye trip. Because I hasn't latched onto it. But there's something else that, that's kind of listening more. Mm. Now, here's the concept. See it that the eye is in the way. Mm. The eye is just the, the it, it's just it's just you know a, a, a wart that that needs to be just kind of burnt off, that will be burnt off by itself. So <coughs> let's say there's grace pulling that which seems to be inside you, but is not the eye. So there seems to be an alignment there. Mm. Isn't there? This feels like there's kind of an alignment with something that's not the eye and with non-duality material. Right. So let them connect. 
let that get good and thick and fat and solid so that there isn't two things. Because all that's happening there is a mirror to what you really are. That's all this material is, is a mirror. There will be recognition or not. But your eye can't recognize it. The eye imagines it recognizes it and intellectually makes juice out of it. Mm. But, but you're kind of onto that already. Mm. That hasn't kicked in and it mightn't. And if it does, it's all right, it won't live long. <clears throat> because there is a seeing that there is something else that's not the eye that's being moved along by this material. Mm-hmm. Whatever it is that makes that underlying thing get richer, more prominent, more airspace, then do it. Mm. It's just that the eye is in the way mm. of, of a flow that's moving through that form. And something in mind has started to see that there's something else, actually, that, that this material is talking to. There's something else. That's what I'm interested in. There's something else. It doesn't need a definition. It doesn't need anything. Perfect that you can't explain it. Fine. But you can smell it. <laughs> smelly. Yeah, it's smelly. <laughs> you know, you can... There's a, there's a something off it, no? Right. There's a something. Right, there's a fragrance. Yeah. There's a fragrance. Yeah. Yes. There's a fragrance. <laughs> That's what we're after. Right. Whatever brings the fragrance to the top. Hmm. So as long as the attention is on the eye, of course, juice, no juice, juice, no juice, service to balance out the juice. You know, we'll play the game, you know, we'll juggle the books, you know? Right. Okay. Yeah, that's right. Now, can we shift the focus onto that which has a fragrance? Mm. And let the only thing that's important be the arising of that. Mm. It's as simple as that. Mm. It's as simple as that. Because the more that that is allowed to be cultivated, what's happening, it's not actually being cultivated, but the eye is listening Mm. in its power to draw your attention. Mm. But we play with cultivating it. For you, it's actually an appropriate thing, I think, to kind of cultivate that which has that fragrance. Mm. Cultivate the space for it. Cultivate it. Let it arise. Notice when it's arising. Because what's happening is that the eye is losing its juice when that's happening. So we're going at it by a a back door. Placing attention on what is not the eye. Mm -hmm. So for you, I'm not bothered about cutting off the juice supply for the guy who wants to have sex, drugs and rock and roll, whatever it is. Do you know? Mm-hmm. The fun, the engagement. Mm-hmm. Not about really cutting off the fuel supply for that. It's about <sighs> cultivating something that has an aroma. Mm. Very good. Yeah. Let's see how that goes. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Hi. Hi. I think I have two or three questions. Mm, I'm kind of nervous. That's all right. Take a few breaks until that passes. 
is pumping. Yeah, that happens too. It's not what you are. It's not your heart. Ever since I was a kid, um, there would be these moments, and I still have them. Uh huh. Fleeting moments of very deep wonder at realizing that I, I don't know how to explain it. It's all right. It really is beyond words. Yes. But if I had to put it in words, yes. it would be, and it always makes me laugh. Okay. <laughs> okay. And um, it is a flash into realizing that this is all there is. This is like really reality. And I don't know how else to, to put it. And when you're saying that this is reality, this is all there is, what's that this? This is everything. As in the world? Yeah. Okay. Um, but I can't, I, I kind of don't move anywhere, <laughs> you, you know. Okay. I, I, and then, and then, then I come back to like normal everyday life. Yeah. I, I neither move forward nor to any direction. It just happens, and and then immediately I come back <coughs> to reality, to yeah, to everyday yes. routine reality. Yes. Um, <coughs> <coughs> For the last couple of years, I've tried to hold on to, that, to those moments, and I try to push myself to get them back, and it becomes harder. Yes. Um, but I've always wondered if that sensation, if that experience has anything to do with all this, like that we're all here for, or it has nothing to do, is... There's a deep joy in that instant, and then yes. there's, and then there's a, like always laughter. Yes, always laughter. Yes, yes, yes. So I guess one question is that is, uh, yes. does it have to do anything with, with, what we're all here for? Yes, it doesn't. It doesn't. <laughs> um. <laughs> A seeing like that happens when there's a space between two I thoughts. Okay? It's like there's a gap. And oh, and something is understood. It's like there's an understanding. And when there's that, oh, clarity around, oh, sure, that's all there is. It's because it doesn't have a figuring out. Yes, it, that's an understanding. That's a direct seeing. It's a direct understanding. Do you know? Mm -hmm. It's not learned. It's not figured out. It's just, oh, 
something is seen between the space of two eye thoughts. Okay? Now what's happening is that there's these cracks for you. There are these cracks. Does it mean anything? No. But there's just cracks. The eye is in solid all the time. So what to do about them? It would be the eye trying to control it. And the eye is the thing that's the obstacle between these cracks. So to do something about it is just fattening the eye. So of course they, 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 they become less frequent because the eye is like onto it. Getting fatter, less cracks then because we have more eye. Do you see? So let there be a total allowing. When they come, they come. When they don't, they don't. But the seeing, the understanding that is there, in some way, if that understanding can be transposed into everyday life, if you can remind yourself that that's how it is, that will reprogram your mind and change the, the habits of thinking that, thinking that you're an individual. You can use that material. The eye can use that material, but in that way. Okay. Do you see? Yes. Just remind yourself. It's like, hold on here. Hold on here. This is all there is. And, and somehow there's just joy rising up through it. Don't feel it right now, but so what? <laughs> but okay. that is known. That is known. Okay. So remind your mind. Remind the brain that that is known. That's something you can do. Because when you're doing that, you're not running an eye story that's trying to control anything. It will give you a bit of a distance. It's, it's, it would have the same impact as a mantra. Uh, no, a little bit more powerful. Like a mantra with flowers on top. <laughs> Do you know? Because, because it will focus the mind on something that is at, at its edge. It will give it one thing to think about that is not something to achieve, to gain. It's not a nice story. You see, it's at the edge of the story of, of mind. All right? Because it's actually a memory. What we're drawing on is a memory. But it's not a memory that's, that's full of a nice story. So if you run that memory, it's the same as running a mantra. But it's got this little extra edge on it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yes. Yeah, it does have an extra edge on it that a mantra doesn't have. So it can be used. For sure it can be used. Now, if there's an attachment to an outcome, or this is supposed to help in some way, forget it. That's the I talk. That's the I talk. Don't go there. Don't go there. Do you see? With that direct understanding, train mind to rest there. And it will stop, it will minimize engaging out there as if making sense and making something work, work in the world is going to help. It's not. You know, it's just how things play. Yeah. Okay? Okay. Yeah. Mm. Oh, there's a second question. Sure. Um, there are moments when there's, um, like, <coughs> neurotic tendencies take over. Mm. Moments of, say, anxiety or fear or um, 
anger. And then, and then I, what you were talking about yesterday, I, there's, there's moments when there, there are moments when they completely take over. Yeah. And there are moments when I, somewhere, still realize like the space around them and can see them from somewhere outside. Yes. But then there is this thought again that is like um, boycotting that experience of expansion that tells me always what you are, what you are doing now is escaping. You are denying, for instance, uh, there is a moment when I feel guilt uh, or ashamed for something that I did. And um, and then I see the, the shame and I see the movie repeating in my head. Yes. I should have done this. Why did I do this? Yes. I feel bad with myself. Why, why, why? And then, and then I try to come out of the movie uh, and I feel the space at, at least a little. Yes. I, I can regain that space. Yes. But then there's this thought. You know, you're just escaping from your guilt. Okay. You're, this is all too easy. Okay. This is all too easy, you know. Okay, go into space, but you're just basically denying your um like your moral responsibility for what you did. This is this is not the way to understand spirituality because that's that's just too easy. Um and it gets stuck there again. Ah. It's like a second layer of, yes. of thought. Yes. That pulls me back into the movie. Yes, it pulls it good. Because it makes me see this whole spiritual thing as an as escape. Yes. As, a, as an easy way out. Yes. So, so it's supposed to be hard. I guess that tendency tells me it cannot be so easy. So let it be easy. <laughs> it should be easy. You've seen that all it is, is that it's a really convincing, even if you get away from something as sticky as guilt, and guilt, whoa, that's a, that's a pretty potent ball of energy. Okay, if you get, you get away from that, you've seen that there's this old reliable thought, that mind says, ha, oh, he's going to buy this one. <laughs> he beat the, belt, the guilt and he beat the shame, but he's going to buy this one, and you buy it every time. So let's feed mind the opposite. Yes, spirituality is this easy. <laughs> you know, just feed it, that's all we're doing. Oh, let's just turn it upside down. Why not? Yeah. Why is this spirituality that easy? Who said it have to be hard and on your knees and oh? It's the most natural thing in the world. Of course it's natural. Sometimes it's hard, sometimes it's easy. Really it's easy all the time because it's naturally unfolding itself, but you know. That judgment stops hard and easy. And it's just an unfolding and it's doing its own thing. But before it's seen to be just a natural unfolding, there's an I who's doing it, so then it's hard or easy. And you just cotton that layer. Do you see? Now, if that voice, that boycotting voice, if that voice is onto something, then the only thing it's onto, as far as I can see anyway, the only thing it's onto is if those emotions were being suppressed in some way. <clears throat> if they're being suppressed, okay, it, there's a bit of trouble brewing. 
So getting that space, that distance from, whoa, I'm just running a bit of guilt here. If that space is coming in and there's a suppression of guilt, okay, now we're playing games. The distance is allowing it to pass through and knowing that it's just passing through, that it's just a thought, it's just an emotion, it's just that, and let it pass through. You stand back, the perspective is in observer mode, and let it pass through. Okay? Okay. Now, when you are in that position of observer, there's two things that can happen. Mind can go back into the movie saying, hey, shouldn't be this easy. No, 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 no. Come back in, and that's, that's the route that you have to go back into the movie. Or you can place attention prior to that. Place attention outside of it all. Go behind that. Place your attention where observing itself is arising from. And there won't be any smell at all of that voice that says, no, 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 we're, 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 we're in some way screwing things up here. It could be this easy. Do you see? Yes. All that is is a pull back into the eye story. That's all it is. It's got nothing else to do unless you're suppressing and it doesn't feel like you're suppressing. Okay, so when you're in the observer mode, you've got one thing to do. You place attention to where the seeing is arising from or place attention to where the next thought can come from. I don't know. You don't know what? I don't know. Is that a question? <laughs> <laughs> am, I, are you, am I? Am I paying attention to where that... That attention is coming from? Is that you're asking me? Okay. When you're in the observer mode, yes. there's two places where, where where attention can go again. Yes. Back into the movie, yeah. and it has its old groove of right. the thought that pulls you right back in. Or place attention prior, outside of any I story. Even outside of the I who's observing. Right, 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 right. Okay? So I'm saying let's, changing, let's change the arrow. Right. Instead of back into the movie... Change the arrow outside and point mind to where its limit is, to where it can go no further, to where there's no identification. I try to do that. Okay. Okay. But you're not doing it when the thought of spirituality is not that easy. You're not doing it when you're back, when you're there. Right. Right. Okay. So to break that circuit of running that story again, anytime you're in the observer, it's like, okay, there's a sense of space now. Okay, place attention to the source of the next thought. Take that step. Take that step then. Go further out of the movie. Because that will stop entertaining this thought that, that pulls you back in every time. And if that thought is not entertained, that thought will die. It will keep coming as long as you feed it. It will keep coming as long as it works. And it's working because it pulls you back in. It's a believed thought. So if attention is placed someplace else, that believed thought can't be running. Attention can only be on one thing. Do you see? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you.
didn't have any questions and then all of a sudden <laughs> there was one and um, going in circles around it. What happens to the eye when there is no body? Not nobody, but no oh, body. Oh yeah, okay. When the body dies? Yes. Mm. The eye, you see, isn't solid. There isn't an eye that's continuously running around in the body grabbing onto this thought and that thought. The eye is a thought. Mm -hmm. Okay? That seems to connect with some mental ability. The eye is cruising around. like Because I often say, like, thoughts are just passing by, something's just passing by. The eye thought is just passing by. Do you see? So it's not that the, it's what happens, the eye thought, as if it was solid in the body all its life. Mm -hmm. It wasn't. Mm -hmm. The eye thought is just another one passing through. It just happens to be attached to every other one as well. <laughs> Do you see? Do you know? Because I'm having this one, and I'm having this one, and I'm having this one. Mm -hmm. So, so the other thoughts will be there without the eye. Okay, so when we've got an organism that has the eye thought attached to every other cruising thought, mm -hmm. and the body dies, right. the, the capacity for identification, which is the glue between an eye thought and a thought, these two thoughts gluing together, mm -hmm. the capacity for these to stick together and be downloaded and taken as real is identification. The energy of identification, identity itself, is what continues. And it will seek to find resolution. Because identity itself is a bundle of desires. So that continues even when we're left the body. That's right. A bundle of energy continues. It usually splits up. Splits up. It usually breaks up. It very rarely stays as one entity. Very rarely. So it breaks up into, into components of desire, which have an eye, and I must have a desire. Mm -hmm. So there's the eye thought stuck to a desire. It's a ball of energy. It's a bundle of light. That's mm -hmm. all it is. And it will seek resolution. It's the law of attraction, like everything molecular that's moving all the time. So a bundle of desire will find a place where it can be resolved. And where does soul fit into that? Christian concept. That's a Christian concept. Yeah, okay. it's a, uh, yeah, and it's a Hindu concept, and chuck it out. <laughs> Be soulless. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a framework that's useful for a while, but, you know, of no substance. It's just in the movie, like everything else. So when we reach a place of not I identification or not I and we die then then there's nothing the energy has nothing to attach to correct show's over <laughs> <laughs> the only difference is that the appearance ceases the appearance goes along with the physical body when this physical body is awake there appears an appearance Right. It appears to be an appearance. And it's part of the deal of this physical body. 
you know, a, a mechanism right. to, 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 to see and to function and five senses that feed no place in particular, but, but five senses are part of an appearance. Mm -hmm. You see, this is an appearance. Well, it's a, it's a what I want to say, you know, the electrons are closer together. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But without identification, there's still an appearance, that's all. There appears to be an appearance. It's, it's dependent on the physical body for it to be seen. Right. Do you see? For it to be seen, the appearance. But it's known, once it's seen to be an appearance, it's known to be not real. So it's dependent on the physical body. So without the physical body, the appearance can be seen by what? So it's a paradox, because when we're still in the physical body, there's an appearance, but we're not... You're not there. Yes. It's like I'm seeing you, but you're not there. No, there's nobody here. There's nobody there either. There's just an eye thought running, cruising, as if there is. But there isn't anybody there. Sure, of course, there's nobody anywhere. Mm. How could there be? There's no separation. Mm. These just eye thoughts are just fantastic, fantastically convincing. Do <laughs> <laughs> you know? That's all. And it's a fantastic quality. So when the I thought is really solid and death happens and you believe, one believes that another person, your spouse, is their body, well, of course, what are you going to do except imagine there's some place that they go and that they're happy? Of mm. course. So that one can move on mm -hmm. and let go of the attachment. Mm -hmm. And let's put them in a, in, a, in a box where it's okay so that I can move on. And so mind creates heaven and such things or reincarnation, or whatever. Mm -hmm. Just because they're, they're, it, it's, like, it's like that's needed. If you really believe you're an individual, well, then you need to know, well, well, something happens then, this individuality after physical death. It's like, actually, the individual isn't real at all. But while you think the individual is real, of course there needs to be some, some place for it to go. Mm -hmm. But it's not anywhere. It's just a thought. It's just a concept running through. Right. It never was there in the first place. Never was there in the first place. Where can it go? But desire will find resolution. So, so that sort of links to reincarnation, but not really. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so let's say there's a bundle of desires after someone's passing. Someone has died today on the planet for sure, who had a desire that was unfulfilled. All right? So let's say it was... For sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. And it was somebody who wanted to own their own house and never owned their own house. <laughs> all right, let's say. So then this desire to own my own property, all right? That ball of energy, that's what desire is, is a bundle of energy. And my God, when you've got a desire, you know the power of desire, huh? Desire for a coffee, I'm desire for anything. For this desire. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, with the <laughs> Will I change the example? <laughs> The desire to own one's own property will go to where it seeks resolution. If it cannot be dissolved upon death, some things get released upon death. There's a letting go. But if death happens suddenly, or if there's something, uh, yeah, if there's something abrupt, it's like thump. Very often, that just it just leaves, and it will go to where mm -hmm. its own energy is. Mm -hmm. And so, let's say somebody at noon today died who wanted to own their own property. Okay. 
and the desire did not get dropped, was not seen through to be another futile desire. Then for sure, five minutes past noon, there is somebody who wants to own their property who says, I don't know, I have to do this in my life. And it gets pumped up. Gets pumped up to such an extent that the universe will conspire to give it, to resolve it. Do you see? So desires are created, they're shared, they're passed on. They just, it's just energy-seeking resolution, that's all. So does it matter, ultimately, whether we become awake in this lifetime or the next resolution? Not at all. It only matters to the eye. Mm. <laughs> and the eye is the, the thing that's dying anyway. Right. You know, that's the thought that's fading out anyway. Mm -hmm. What you are can't die. What you are was never born. Mm. But waking up is just seen as another desired thing. And I should do it before I, I die. And, you know, if the, the idea of reincarnation and all of that structure is very much in place, well, then, of course, you don't want to do it again, you know? But at this point, sure, of course, what I am is, is in six billion forms at this time and mm. will always be. And there's no problem with it. Right. I mean... So that's fine. Come back or not come back, it's yeah. fine. Mm. When you're out, you're back in again. Mm -hmm. You're all of it. Mm. And it's fine. Because you can see it's only a movie. Do you see? But what you are was never incarnate anyway. It was just the opportunity given by the idea of separation. An opportunity to imagine you can experience something that you're not. So the idea that life is a gift is just an idea? Of course. Gift from who? To whom? Doesn't, doesn't wash. <laughs> doesn't wash. Doesn't wash. It's just an appearance, you know. Doing? Good, how are you? <laughs> Very well, thank you. So there's some identification going on that maybe I, I'm hoping for some help in. Sure. Poking holes in. Sure. Uh, so. Alright, so um, the discussion about contentment yes. and working with that and watching the tendency in me to improve my circumstances and it's been nice actually okay uh, uh, it's there's been a relaxing yes of trying to improve yes things. great yeah great um, and there's a part of me that has felt a little bit depressed you know, like it was sort of used to trying to improve things. Yes. Uh, and now maybe out of a job in a way. Yes. At least yes. some of the time. Yes. Know. Yes. Uh, yeah, that's fine. And then, and so a little bit of low energy, depressed thing going yes. on. You know, um, and which was okay. You know, yes. I really wasn't too bothered by it. But yes. then I got here. And there's a lot of energy here. 
Okay. Uh, um, like, uh, it feels like almost too much. Okay. Uh, Let it burn you. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever energy is going on, it's not too much. It's not too much. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Well, let me tell you what was going on with the, the thoughts about the energy. Okay. Um, so, so, part of it sort of felt good, and then part of it there was like agitation. Yes. Okay. And then sort of looking to see, okay, well, what's, what's that about? Yeah. And the best, I mean, there was a, maybe just a concept, but there was a concept that there's something that's identified that's stuck, like, why would there be an agitated, like, there's a me that's agitated. Okay. And there was a me that was depressed. And, um, and, and <coughs> there seemed to be a lot of thoughts about, am I doing this right? Okay. Okay. So that's kind of where I am. All right. Okay. Okay. The guy who's concerned about not getting it right... Let him off the hook. <laughs> Just let him off the hook. You can't get it wrong. Hmm. Really, you can't get it wrong. Whatever happens is just an experience <coughs> that needs to be had. Understanding can can. You know, there can be a misunderstanding, but there's something deeper going on that doesn't get it wrong. If there's a misunderstanding intellectually, well, we'll run a, you know, something for a while, and then it, the truth will show itself. There's, as you say that, it, like it's maybe more sort of visceral, the whole getting it wrong thing, like maybe there's something really, like I'm sort of flashing to... Um, times of a lot of uh, a lot of regret and a lot of remorse. Yeah. I don't know. I, it's all right. You know. So let's stay with this. Okay. Underneath all of that, there's something that is not getting it wrong, that cannot get it wrong. That's unfolding the only way it can. That's what I'm interested in. That movement underneath. And then we've got thoughts on top trying to make sense of it. It's going to do that. That's fine. Trust the unraveling, Tony. Trust the unraveling that's underneath it. Trust that that can't get it wrong. I'm not sure I know what that means to yeah. trust the unraveling. Yeah. It's like there's a movement going on in, in, in you know, energetically, whatever, the eye is diminishing. The part that the mind is 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 um, applying its attention to unravel the eye, 
that's like doing 20% of the work. And the 80% is, is happening anyway. Do you know? Yeah. Do you see? So, yeah, like part of me thought when you gave me the instruction is like you just sort of give me a pat something for the mind to do yes, in a way. Yes. You know? Yes. And it, maybe that's not the whole story. Yes. But that was part of what was going on. Yes. Something more productive than yes. going out there and trying to improve the circumstances. Yes. yes. But also the natural yeah. state is relaxed. Like in deep sleep there's something relaxed. There's something relaxed. Now anxiety passes through, but yet there's something relaxed. Do you see? Well, I can agree, and right. it's like there's all this agitation. All right. You know. But agitation is all right. That can pass through. There's something relaxed and still underneath it. But the, the, the need to get it right has all your attention on the agitation. Yeah, yeah, because it wants to fix the problem. It wants to, there's no problem. <laughs> There's no problem. Let anxiety happen. But it's so used to getting things right and trying to do its best and working hard and applying attention. It's so used to doing that that it's put all its attention on the agitation. And I'm saying, okay, okay, let that phase of working so hard, let that one phase out. And let's just see that maybe attention can go to something that's relaxed underneath it, that's yeah, moving along yeah, beautifully yeah, yeah, anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. 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 Now, practicing contentment is the forerunner of that. I'm, I'm giving you the next bit. Do you, do you know what I mean? Practicing contentment is about, um, oh, that's the root to that which is relaxed. It's like giving mind the bit of food to relax it. Do you see? So that you can find your way. Because it's like it's, it's, a, it's a mind trick. You're like, hold on, there's something underneath this that's relaxed. Okay. You're placing your attention away from the problem, uh -huh. whatever mind presents uh -huh. as something to be fixed. Do you get it? Ooh, it's a bundle of concepts. What, can you get it? Well, what I'm getting from it is that agitation's over here, and I have been working on trying to understand it, change it, whatever, yeah. and yeah, yeah. I can withdraw attention from it and yes. place it on the piece. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> triggered <laughs> just um, it just it said oh it doesn't feel right it's like um, I'm not exactly sure what was being spoken of I wasn't really paying much attention but there was just something that kind of got mm -hmm. some, something was hit <laughs> and um, it had to do with um, no purpose no I'm 
I see the truth of that no purpose. I, I mean, as as um, sitting as no identification, and yet it just didn't feel quite right. It's just, um, I mean, it's not for me to know a purpose, but it just, something said, no, 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 it can't be. I mean, life has its own purpose, it seems, apart from an individual um, form, seeming form. Um, I'm just coming up here to possibly expose something that's maybe still kind of just a little sticky and and believing something or something that wants to defend. And so there's um, just um, maybe wanting to, the the defending wants to defend and yet there's something that knows that that's not. Yes, that that's just the play of of a a line. Okay, sure. Yeah. Okay. I guess that's it. <laughs> <laughs> that is it. Really, yeah. that is it. <laughs> yeah, that is it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Let there be no purpose. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Mind likes purpose. Mm-hmm. That's all. It likes purpose and meaning and mm-hmm. cause and effect, and it runs all mm-hmm. those things. Mm-hmm. But no, there's no purpose. There's no cause mm-hmm. because this appearance actually never happened. Actually, this never happened. In reality, it's just an appearance. So did it actually really happen? It never happened. If there was a purpose, it might have to happen. <laughs> but it never happened. So how could there be a purpose to it? Um, okay, so it didn't happen would have to be a concept as I'm sitting here right now. Although, of yes. course, when they're sitting... Yes. It just, I mean, there's no experience. Yes. So, yes. Yeah, so there's something that's just kind of going. Um, yes. Yeah. Yes, we can only use concepts now, so right. all the time we're a step yeah. away, but the concepts yeah. are sure. just pointers, you know? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So within life itself, within the particular I story, of course, there's purpose to getting an education, to getting a job, there's purpose all the time. It's just mm-hmm. a framework mm-hmm. that's useful in the dualistic world, but it too has to spin out. Mm-hmm. It too, it, it, it's a finite concept, you know, right. linked to cause and effect. I'm going to draw your attention to something else though. Okay, yeah. Mm. Um, if my memory serves me right, every time this form asks a question, in this satsang, it starts by saying there's almost no identification with thoughts. Right. There's always a placing. Yeah. Okay. Of, there's always a placing. Before you begin to talk, there's always a placing. It's the talk that kind of brings that character back again, though, interestingly. Yes. Yeah. Okay. 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 Let talk happen. Mm-hmm. Let talk have nothing to do with a character being created. Mm-hmm. A talk doesn't have that ability to right. create an I. Right. Buying the I thought, imagining that it is needed to run discussion. Mm. It's not needed to run discussion or dialogue. Yeah, I know. I mean, yeah. I mean, right now the I is talking, but I mean, their memory 
remembers life just talking. To yes, exactly. So, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. Mm -hmm. So it's you know in in the placing of 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 no I, no I is still I. Mm -hmm. Yes, I, I, I see that. Yeah, I see no, that. I yeah. still I. Yeah. So when a discussion begins with there's little or no identification, there's little, there's no. That's when the eye is back. That, I know. That eye is there. Yes, the eye is there. I the see that. I mean, they're okay. seeing of that. Okay. I see that. Sure, 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 sure. I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah of course, language is a bummer. It's fine. Yeah. It's all we've got. Yeah. I'm not hung up on it. Yeah. Sure. Mm -hmm. Great. Great. Yeah, yeah. Talking happens. It doesn't create an eye. Yeah. <laughs> There's no eye. <laughs> How could there be an eye? There's a thought of an eye running through consciousness, but it can't create an eye. Can't. There's no eye. There are no individuals. They just aren't. And that's known. Isn't it? My mind gets active and it seems to, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So let mind getting active be a happening in consciousness. Mm -hmm. In the deeper knowing. I'm saying, hello, deeper knowing, hello, 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 I'm talking to myself here, because that's what the deeper knowing is. It's just, it's only what I am. Do you know? And what this is. And it's all what I am. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Hi, how are you? I'm good. Um, well, I'm trying to understand. Um, I'm from a totally different framework, so this uh -huh. is all new. Okay. And I am trying to understand in terms of something like the law of attraction, where if you can still be in your essence, but you can somehow shape the unfolding of experience mm. through mm. the mind. Mm. And I'm just trying to understand that mm. in this context. Mm. That idea plays for a while. You don't think it's accurate? That you can, with the desire and the mind? It looks like you can create your own destiny. It looks like that. In reality, what's happened is that what was coming down the tracks is somehow smelt by a subconscious particle of mind. It aligns with a piece of information that is bought, which the controller wants. I want to be able to control my life, coupled with desire to make things better. It's a cocktail. Yeah. Okay? It's a cocktail. Something is already onto what's coming down the tracks. And all this game is played and we imagine we created it. We imagine we called it in. But isn't desire... Were you saying that, that, that energy is desire? Or yes. That, that there's a combination yes. there? So if you focus your energy towards a specific desire, yes. then maybe there's a way that you're aligning that energy for that track to come maybe faster. Yes, but it would have happened anyway. 
But maybe Quite not as fast. No, it would have happened exactly the same. It would have. It would have. Because that potent energy of desire, if that, if we, the label of desire is on that potent energy to bring in this. Yes. This was coming anyway. Whether it's the potent energy of desire or another bundle of molecules that are in place, this was coming anyway. But when the controller is very active and is in the phase of manifesting its desires and imagining that it can create an outcome, yeah. it misses what's really happening because the pull to control is at its fullest. Well, um, I think, I mean, whatever, I can't say I in this place. Sure, sure. But, uh, <laughs> What I was thinking is there's a way to desire and still not, and still let go of outcome. So you can say, I want such and such, but still be aware of what is the reality, what is unfolding for you, yes. and still be aligned with both. Yes, that, that happens too. <laughs> Yeah. So, so I don't know. I was, is the uh, idea is that I have still have an attachment to the value of yes. getting that. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. Whereas there, but there are preferences, isn't? I mean, isn't human being a human being having a preference? I'm not um, saying I'm not saying you can you yeah. have to be attached to it, but you can definitely I like this over this is yes. is real. Yes. Yes. Those kind of preferences are part of personality. The ability to follow any preference falls away. I don't I don't understand that. Preferences will be there. But the the idea of following a desire or following a desire with attachment, a desire without attachment, a preference. The the one who is following it is just buying the idea that it can have something that will make it happier. All that's happened is is that a particular belief is running in mind at that moment. Are you saying there is no difference in being in pain and being in pleasure? Ultimately, none at all. But the experience of it feels different to the person who's in pain and who's in pleasure. So, I mean, even wouldn't you, if you have, I mean, that's, you say that it's no different, but you feel it as a difference in, in your human being. Mind thing. will label difference because it constantly labels good, bad, I like, I don't like. It registers experience. And it registers experience, registers experience uh, through through the acceptance of linear time because there must be a me before it, a me having it, a me after it so that I know what it's like not to have this experience. Do you see? You only know I can you understand it. I can understand it theoretically. Okay, sure. But I think in a practical way there is a, a real difference in being in a in a in pleasure and in pain. There is for the I who has preferences who, ha who says, I don't like and I do like. That is a framework. Hold on. Now. That's a labeling system. That is a function of mind. I like and I don't like. It is absolutely a natural movement of, of spirituality to be in a place 
where whatever experience comes, there's an indifference to it. Because it's only mind that labels it as I like, I don't like. It is mind that registers it as pain. For example, if you have, uh, whatever, if you're under a general anesthetic and somebody lights a cigarette lighter under your hand, there's no registering of the pain. You need mind to register pain. You need mind for all of this. So, so when thoughts are not being believed anymore, even the idea that something is painful will not register. It's just another appearance. It's not even happening to me. The, top, the belief in the idea of the back physical to body. What about the physical body? What about it? It's, there, is, there is sensation in the physical body that whether you think it's, it's, it's you're, I don't believe I'm in pain, there's still that sensation. No, of it's not pain. I don't believe I'm in pain. It's the mechanism that makes it mine, my pain. That's what breaks down. Pain is not the problem. It's not, it's not, I believe I'm in pain, I don't believe I'm in pain. It's not about that. It's the I who's having pain. But in a body, is it true that you have sensations? And how does that register? It's your senses that are, are telling you something. There's nothing that says, I prefer this over this, or I need to get rid of that. Sometimes a paracetamol is taken. Sometimes uh, medi- uh, Panadol, whatever it is. Tylenol. Tylenol is still. Well, uh, is that still in the market here? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, it's spent in Europe. Okay. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, it's off the market, I think. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Okay. Okay. Something, some, sometimes body moves towards, towards resolving pain, but there's no sense of like, oh, I have to get rid of this pain. I have to go and get it sorted. There's no ownership of experience as being a personal thing. That's, that's a layer of mind that creates a pain to be yours and a reaction to it. A registering of an experience as mine. The experience isn't the issue. There isn't a denial or an acceptance of it. It's the ownership of it. It's the personal I. That aspect of mind is what breaks down for people. That's how come they end up in satsang. Do you see? There's some organic maturation of mind which, which dissolves some concepts. And the idea of owning something, of personally being in pain, goes. Then pain happens. It's not denied or accepted. There's no desire for it to, to be gone. It's just seen in a different way. It's very subtle, you see. No, I, I understand it. I understand it. I just feel... My, my experience of essence, which is my word for yeah, that, sure, sure. is that, is that it, 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 if whatever feelings come up, they're real for whatever my perception of it is. It can, it can pass, but that there's a, there's a flow of, of the mind hearing what that essence is saying and then maybe moving through it, but there's still a way that it's experienced. Yes, sure. Cracks will come in that framework. While it works, enjoy it. Enjoy it. But cracks will come. That will stop being authentic. 
also, uh, yeah. It'll happen organically. Okay. So, oh, okay. <laughs> I think I ended. It's, it's sort of like I've gotten to certain levels of depth, and there's yes. another level that I haven't seen yet that's Correct. still out there. Correct. That I just haven't had that. That that piece of it hasn't been real for me yet. Exactly. Doesn't mean that it's exactly. not there. It's just, exactly. It's just that it's just I haven't gotten to that last whatever. Exactly. I'm that last sure. because it's always sure. more that there isn't seen. Yes. But I am um, at a certain place then. in or or yeah, 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 place. yeah of course. Well, there. But those moments. Yeah. I've been there in sure. those moments. Of course. But those moments don't last. That's no. part of. That's part of the. When the eye is running, that's how that's seen. No. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. So there's there's just different levels and that's right. There's different levels right. of, you know, there's a place that uses the understanding, and yes. then there's the beyond the understanding. Correct. And so Correct. the beyond the understanding is the, really the truth of it. Yes. And and so you you know you go in and out of. Understanding that there's a beyond the understanding. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Right? Yeah, you're that. bang on, you're bang on. Yeah, yeah. I didn't say it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, it's fine. It's organically doing its own thing. Yeah. It, I mean, that's, I think for me, the more that I just accept, accept. And it, I mean, without, without necessarily even understanding. Yeah. You know, it's just accept. This is this is what yes. is in front of me now. Yes. Stay open and receptive. Is there anything that needs to happen from that? Okay. For me, I just yeah. feel like if I can list, if I can just be, then the next step will organically okay. flows and yeah. experience. But I have felt in my own whatever sure. yeah. the personality experience sure. that I can train my mind. Yes. And the training of my mind is helpful. Aha. It's helpful mm -hmm. in the level of acceptance that I can have for the organic unfolding to be. Yes. Yes. So yes. I have chosen to use my mind to train my mind. Yes. So, so that I can let go of mine. Yes. Does that make Welcome sense to the also? Path. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's the progressive path. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. Right. yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's totally okay. fine. Yeah. yeah. It's all fine. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. No, I have a lot of trouble. I, um, when you say that none of this is real, none of this has ever happened. Yes. What is this then? Yes, an appearance. But. But that's like, um, I have to take your word for it. Yeah. Or oh, don't tra take my word for it. Let it show itself to you. You don't have to take, it's up to you. You can take my word for it or you can bin it. It's up to you. I can, oh, bin it. Bin yeah. it, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Trash it. Yeah. Trash it. <laughs> yeah. But it will show itself. But if, if I'm trying to get that it is an illusion or this is not real, what, how can I get there? How can I get to see that this is an illusion? I think the fastest way to do that is to find out if you are an illusion. If who you think you are is an illusion. Is who you think you are who you really are? Is there a mistaken identity there? Okay, so I'll work on that. Yeah. <laughs>
<laughs> That's okay. the one, really. Because it all falls down if you really find out. If, if, if you totally investigate and know, actually, I'm not real. I'm just... I, what I call I is who I think I am. But is it more than who I think I am? Maybe not. See if that can show itself. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we're at 9.30, I think, are we? Are we at 9.30? Yes, 26. 26, okay. <laughs> yeah, I know my watch is going a bit funny today. Is there somebody else? Have we a quickie? Yeah. yeah. Hi. So I think I rely on that duality of right and wrong very much to, to right. do the work that I do. Okay. And how do we not identify suffering as wrong? How do we not identify or um, address starving children or mm. children in pain? Yeah. When you say your work, do you mean your professional work or do you mean... I'm a pediatrician. Okay. Okay. In your work, there is a role being played and you've got a job to, to honour and let it be honoured. Now, that functioning of, of your professional role will happen because there's training, there's life experience, there's, uh, there's all the values around doing an honest day's work. They'll kick in and the work will happen. Now, even a belief system supporting that can happen. But it's a need you to identify with the beliefs. Belief systems are needed for things to work. But you don't have to be the believer of them. Then how do I know when to act? Trust it. And somehow something automatically will move towards love. Something will move towards making the world better. Without the right and wrong, good, bad framework, something will automatically move towards love. Thank you. Thank you for shooting the breeze about nothing in particular. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, let's see what happens tomorrow, huh? Mm -hmm. <laughs>